All right, let's do some stuff with Bill Simmons now. We got uh, as we uh, get ready to start this baseball season uh, and everything else. Bill, what's going on? I, I just feel let down by you. I'm upset with you. Man, it made hey, what I, I do. I feel like you know, there's certain people in my life that just really understand greatness when it's in front of them. I feel like my dad is like this. I feel like I'm like this. I feel like my friend House is like this. And you, right? I always felt like when somebody's great. You would recognize it early, and you're. And who am I missing in. on? You, the Zion thing. You're oh, he's yeah. He's not going to be up. great in the pros. I, I, he's not. Yeah, yeah. You you think he's going to be like LeBron or Michael in the pros? Oh you're out of your God. mind. This is. I, I can't believe it. This is yeah. your worst corner I've oh, ever yeah, let's heard. See, you on. Let's see. Let's see. Okay, so wait a second. Right, this is a good one. Now. This is a good one. Okay, so you think he's going to be a all NBA player, like first team all NBA player? Yeah, I think he is the. Best can't miss prospect since Durant in 07. Oh, okay. So let me ask you a couple of questions. So I, I, I'll yeah. t- okay. Where's he playing? What position? Where's he playing? On the basketball court. Okay. I don't care. The okay. Can play so, five and his strengths are? His strengths are he is, I think, one of the four greatest athletes I've ever seen on a basketball court. Um, he cares. He's the four, one of the four greatest athletes? Yeah, that I've ever seen on a basketball really? court. Ever. Really? Ever. At, at um, 285 pounds? Well, nobody's actually weighed him. We don't actually I know mean, what he weighs. I, I mean, you, and, and he's going to get bigger also. He's going to get bigger. bigger they all, Everybody gets bigger. Every guy fills out their frame. He's 18. When you fill but out your frame, like, you don't want like, him to fill out his frame anymore. His frame is going to be an issue. Mike, he's going to eat better. His frame, if anything, will probably get a little leaner. Like Barkley was bigger in college, and then Barkley and the Suns was, you know. No, Barkley went up and down in his career. And, and Barkley had some had some limitations because of who he was, too. I mean, he did. He, you know, he, Mike, he had some strengths every, as a player, and he had weaknesses as a player. This guy is one of the greatest athletes who has ever been in college. He plays his absolute butt off. He cares about. He plays hard. I don't disagree with that. Now you saw him the other night as a perfect, a a perfect example. First of all, the level of college play now for a big man is so bad; it is unbelievable. It is so weak. It is. It is un. That's the first time that he is actually in a game I've seen been challenged by by a guy where he had to worry about going to the rim where somebody could actually impact his shot or do anything to his shot. there's three guys yeah. in the NBA that are that. Well, thing. no, there's a bunch of guys in the NBA who can who who are going to be able to block a shot a lot. Okay, there's a Ooh. lot of guys. Hang, well, first of all, he's going to be. First of all, he's going to be there. Joel Embiid. Yeah, well, the, you know, the guy he just saw the other day is going to be in the league too. You know, he's going to be there too. He's going to play in the yeah, league. He's like Boban. He'll no, he'll play in the league. He, this guy's not that Come bad. On. He's not that bad. But the point is, Mike, I'm, you, I'm you don't you have. Get out of jail free card. Just get out now hey, and be on the right no, side of history. No, this is going to be bad for you're gonna, you. You're going to be. You. You're, no, you see, you're going to be really looking bad when you think he's going to be on the level of a. Well, let me ask right now. You take him a freak if you have a team right now. Him a freak. There's only, I think, six or seven guys I would. Do you I think he's trade. going to be better than the freak? No, I, I don't know if he's going to be better or worse, but I know he's he would already. Well, wait, you be already one said he's going to be better. better. You said he's going to be like generational. I didn't say he'd be better than Giannis. You, well, wait you a second. Now. Well, wait a second. So wait, is he going to be better than Giannis? Well, wait a second. There are people saying he's going to be better than LeBron James. They're out of their minds. Well, that, I mean, I don't know who's going to be better than who. I'm just telling you, I think he has a chance right. 
to be like an all-time guy, and I felt this way about. But the he's, rim. you see, the problem is his game is crafted to play around the rim. He's completely he's plays, he, but he, he plays around the rim. Like he's not a good-looking shooter. He does, I don't like his shot at all. He's very slow no, like on the shot. draw. He's very. I don't like him outside. And you know, in that game, at one point, until he took the ball to the body of the big man when he had four fouls. He was at one point one for eight with four shots blocked against him in that game. That's the first time he has been challenged by anybody. Now, when, they, so when he's off saying, the court, well, when he's off the court, you saw him do what he always does, which is take the ball to the basket and lay it in, which is what he does every game. Because there's no one in the game that can challenge these guys, you know, around the rim. The game in, in, in college right now is so poor in terms of guys who actually have any quality on the baseline. There's no baseline quality in college basketball. There's none. All right, There's no all, players there. You're making him sound like he's six two. He's never played no, against six seven six guy before. He's an inch smaller than LeBron. And yeah, but he's not a he's not a guy LeBron. who's going to play in the backcourt. He's not he's not that kind of player. He's a he's a big man. No, but here's the thing. Here's what you're missing. Well, first of all, every statistical benchmark he's hit has been like historically great in college. Like he he is like he, he is the most efficient. Like best version. See, college greatness means college greatness means nothing to you, the NBA, though. You know that. that. You know I'm that, though. Because Christian Leitner was one of the numbers. ten. Christian Leitner was one of the greatest college players of all time, and he, he it, it was is. a mediocre, mediocre NBA nah, he player. He made an All Star team. Mediocre, mediocre. He was player. better than people think. Come on now, um, Not, but like Durant, wait, better so, than mediocre. Well, he made an all-star team. Uh, better than mediocre. Um, disappointing. Listen, collegians, like I'll give you a guy who was a, a really dominant guy in college who, remember Roosevelt Chapman? Dayton? Who? Dayton? You don't go back that far. Okay. I don't remember Okay. That. Roosevelt Chapman dominated in the tournament, dominated no, Dayton, and he was a guy who couldn't, didn't play in the pros. I mean, he wasn't a pro. I mean, there's many guys. Ernie DiGregorio's before your time was a great collegiate player. <laughs> he had a cup of coffee in the Celtics. But he Listen, wasn't a good pro. He, but, but not I'm every guy like, who's a great collegian is going to be a great pro. Yeah, but he this this guy is a once in a generation athlete and prospect. I like don't see it. I don't, I don't think he handles it well enough. I think he's going to have trouble when he's gonna, he, I think he's going to have trouble with this. his size. And not only do I say that, Shaq says it. Barkley said it. They both said it. <laughs> yeah. and, and I agree with those guys, though. But I, but I agree with them because Come they're on. big bodied guys. I agree with them. This is crazy. First of all, you can play him as a point center. He's the same size as Draymond Green. But he doesn't shoot it. just as good of an athlete. Draymond Green was like a second-round right, pick in but, college. But Draymond Green doesn't shoot it, but this guy team. doesn't shoot it. He doesn't shoot it that well. He's a guy who can score inside. Every basket he scored this year, and 90% of them have been within a foot of the basket. He has a nice shot, and he's good on screen and rolls. He's going to be the most devastating. And I tell you right now, I, I called had. it in the building that he would miss. I called it right at the time. I said, "No way, he makes the free throw. No way." First of all, a guy is never going to make a game-winning free throw when he shoots sixty-five. He's never going to make yeah, it with the game on the, the line. Part that in the biggest moment of the game, yeah, he he took somebody off the dribble, took it to the seven-foot-six guy, and put it in, and got the guy fouled out. And that was pretty good. Except he missed the free throw. I don't throw. think that was a blemish. He missed the free throw. The guy backed away. The, the, big man, the big man backed away from him because he didn't want to foul out, and he fouled out anyway. Can I? So 2005 or 2006, LeBron had that playoff game mm-hmm. when he passed off over taking the shot. I think it was against Washington. Like, when you're under 23, like, you do things 
that don't mean listen, that, that, that listen, you're going to be the player you become. I saw Michael play in person in college. All right. Yeah. I knew right then and there what we were looking at. Yeah. Uh, I never saw LeBron before he went in the NBA. I never saw him in high school. I took uh, I took Rod Thorne's word for it, who told me when he scouted him that year, this is the single greatest pro- person I've ever seen on the basketball floor. He said, this is a better version of Magic Johnson, is what he told me. Um, yeah. And I said that was enough. I saw Magic play in college and knew, and Larry play in college and knew they were going to be just – Un- immortal players and do it. I don't think this guy's going to be immortal. I don't think he's going to be that kind of guy. I don't. So, he, so here's the thing. I think he's going to be a good player. Right I don't think he's going to be, be a great player. Let me be your. Got, get, let me give you his best things that I th- see. I see he's got superb hands. He's an excellent passer. Excellent passer. Got a good feel for the game. Excellent passer. He is going to have trouble with that body as he gets bigger. He's already been hurt this year, which is a downside. Fell on the court the other day again. He's going to have problems with his body because of that size is a problem. At that, uh, <laughs> you have no idea if that's going to Oh, it's going to be a problem. It's absolutely going to be because everybody fills out. Everybody fills out. He's too big. He's too big. I actually think he's going to go the other way and he'll just get leaner. I don't see it with that body. He's awful thick. So Everybody who's around. So I saw, I saw Grant Hill before the season. And I was asking him, because you know he went to Duke, and right. I'm like, hey, have you, have you hung out with these Duke guys? Have you watched them play? Because at that time, R.J. Barrow was the number one pick. Right. And he's like, I've never seen anything like Zion before. And I'm like, really? Tell me more. And he's like, that, guy's, that guy is unbelievable. There's, he's like, that guy's going to be the number one pick. See, I thought Grant was more electrifying than he was. He, the thing with Zion – I think you have to look at it differently. You have to think of him as like a Bo Jackson. This is going to be like an athletic phenomenon. I see, Bo Jackson was incredibly fast, though. This guy is... He's big and strong, and he catches he, the ball you really well. Seen him enough yet. He's, uh, he's I like watch him a lot. Quickest people. I watch him a lot. He's going to have trouble against quick guys in the league at his size. Yeah, but here's the thing. And, and his size belies him. Listen, if he was seven foot tall, I'd agree with you. But he's but six foot seven. He's six foot he's seven. On the, He's on the wrong team for what his style is. Like, we wrote a piece on The Ringer about it this week by Jonathan Sharks about if you put him with three-point people and you gave him spacing, like what the Bucks did this year with Giannis, they, they took six years to figure out, or five years to figure out, what's the right team to put around Giannis? It's like, you know what we should do? We should have three-point shooters, create space in the middle so he can do his thing with his crazy Spider-Man arms, and that's going to work. And it worked, and they're going to win. Like but remember, games. you're playing at Duke now, and he overpowers everybody around the basket because there's nobody in college basketball who can play on the baseline. There's no players, so yeah. But he also has teammates who are the wrong teammates. For oh, him. I, 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 I he's agree with that. He's got team. he's got guys. You see, this is not a this is a very un Duke like team. They don't shoot from the perimeter. They don't make their free throws. They turn the ball over. They but they do things that you see. This Duke team almost plays like a Kentucky team. In that they they like, play above the rim, they block shots, yeah. they offensive rebound, they do the things that, and that's why they're beatable. As I thought going into the tournament, they could be beat, and they should have been beat the other day. I mean, they should have lost. Uh, so well, you left out. They don't have a settle it down point guard. No, they and have a bad point guard. He's not a good player. He's not a good player. He's not a good shooter, and he's and he's and he's a very unsettled point guard. I totally agree. I, I, I so absolutely one of the agree. Things, one of the things with Zion that I think, depending on what team he goes to. He's, he's just going to be such a devastating screen and roller. Like, if you look at how, if you watch a Clippers game, 
and you see how they use Montrez Harrell and Lou Williams. Montrez Harrell is like half the athlete Zion is. But he sets the screen for Lou Williams. You either have to go with Lou Williams or stay with Harrell. And if you go with Lou Williams, um, if you go with Harrell, Lou Williams is going to have a shot. If you shade with Lou Williams, Harrell screens and he goes to the rim and it's unstoppable. If Zion finds the right partner to do that with, he's going to be unstoppable. See, here's what There's I no see. Here's what I see. I see, I see a nice player. I don't see a generational player by any stretch. I think that it will be very hard for him to be generational because I don't think he's going to have the ball in his hands. I don't think he's going to play on the perimeter. And I think it's very hard in this league now to be generational when you don't play with the ball in your hands and don't play on the perimeter. And I think, I think that's what he doesn't do. point center. I don't agree with that. I think that. he'll be a point center. Doesn't shoot it well enough. I think he's going to be amazing. I try. I try. Okay. To well, listen, no, it's not going to happen. Listen, amazing. Now, again, you, listen, amazing, you said. Now, listen, give me an idea. Is he going to go in the league and do what Magic and Bird did when they stepped in the league? I think he is going to immediately be. So he's going like to go in and make a game. He's, he's going to make a game and take a team, and, and all of a sudden they're going to go from 25 to 55 wins the first year. I mean, if he ended up on the Hawks, I wouldn't rule it out. If I mean, because that's the, that's the you know, listen, that you know, that's what Larry did. I mean, Larry completely changed the team. I mean, he walked in and changed the entire yeah, that team. That team had five Hall of Famers. Yeah, I that. understand, but they weren't winning Zion. until Larry, listen. Larry and Michael, uh, Larry and Magic walked in and dominated the league. Let's be honest, you know but they did. Magic went to a really good team. Oh, he went to a great team. He went to a great team, but Magic was a great player. Let's okay, he, he was. was. A, he's a great player, and and listen, and Magic had his flaws. As we know, he had his flaws, but the, he wasn't a great defender. He wasn't a great shooter. He was a great scorer, and he was an. But he was a magical player, you know. Listen, and Larry, you know, good Larry. I mean, Larry when he came in the league was one of the greatest players he of all time. He was immediately great. He was. Magic, it, they were it, a little suspect. Right, and, ma- and listen, Bird before his back is hurt is one of the five greatest players of all time. I still have him six. Okay, I mean you're in the ballpark, so we're in the ballpark. I don't put this guy on that level. Is my point. I don't put him up there. Okay. Okay. Let's get. I, let's get to. I, I want to be what your else? Rod Thorne. Hey, I listen. Give me right Thorne. now what happens in the East in the NBA before we get to baseball. Give me. What do you think? Who wins the East right now? So this is a phenomenal NBA playoffs because there is no favorite. I think we're going to have a lot of seven game series. I think. As crazy as this town. So if I ask you to pick, I, listen, you know the NBA very well. You follow yeah, it very well. Okay, who wins the East right now? Give me your team. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I think six teams could win the title, and I think four teams could win the East. I actually don't think the Celtics. So if I put a gun to your head, who are you picking? I would have picked Milwaukee until all these injuries. Right. Like, it really seems like they got snake bit. They did and get snake bit. I have bit. no idea when Brogdon's coming Brogdon back. Brogdon is a they big loss. Brogdon they have to have him. That guy is a very underrated player. Very underrated. I think I think the safest pick is Toronto. If I had – I can't believe I'm saying this. Gun to your head. I think they have so many flaws. Gun to my head, I would pick Philly because I think they have the most talent. Gun to my head right now. Okay. And that, and that might change. I don't think they'll now, win. I think there's too many things that can either. go wrong there. Too many things that can but, go but wrong. But that's the thing. It's like you go with through every team, and I can pick apart the I agree. resume. I, I agree. That's why it's – hey, listen, I didn't ask you an easy question. I asked you a hard question. I, I asked you so a hard question. So here's why, the, here's why today the pick would be Philly, and it might change tomorrow. Go ahead. From what I saw from Embiid last week in that Celtic game, he if he ever just says, I'm not going to shoot jack-up threes, I'm unstoppable. I am the best two-way player in the league. I'm about to prove it for the next three weeks. And he does like a 1999-2000 era Shaq, just rolls through the conference for three rounds. 
I think that's really conceivable. And they have some shooters. They have some flaws, obviously, but they do have a lot of guys who have been in big games. Like, and Butler is somebody who's at least not afraid. It's like he might shoot them out of a series, but he'll also take the biggest shot. Well, he's not he afraid. I agree, but he will shoot them out. He will self-destruct. That, that he will fear. self-destruct. Absolutely. And then yes. the other problem with them is they just don't have anybody to guard like those shifty, shifty guards, you know, the ball yep. handlers, like the Mike Conley types. They just don't have anybody to guard those guys. Now, they might not have to even face that person for the first three rounds. So... Toronto, I, I I worry about. I like them on paper, but Lowry's openly admitted that he's not 100, percent and that he won't be for the rest of the season. And then Kawhi, like Kawhi's missed 20 games already. And, and I, 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 don't, I, I thought years. they were going to be really good about halfway through the season, but not everything's gone right for them the rest of the way. It really hasn't. Philly's the smart, safe bet. I think I think their coach is the big red flag for me with them. I, I just. I could see him screwing it up. I think Butler could shoot them out of a series. I, there's ways it could go wrong, but I, I, I like betting on the talent, and they have the most talent. And what team do you think is the biggest threat to Golden State in the West? Houston. Because they have the best player in the league other than Giannis. They're 1A, 1B in some order. He's not afraid. They've played them a million times. They know that they can win that matchup if they make threes, and they're catching a Golden State team that has a lot of issues and really seems like could be the the kind of worst version of the night. Well, they hate each other. I mean, which is and, and who predicted that last year that they would hate each other by this year by the time playoffs started this year? They it's, they can't they stand each other. other. It's like, or are they just tired? No, of they each hate other? each other. They they have guys in there that can't and, stand each other, as you know, Green and Durant and everything. They can't stand each other. So we, you know, well, they, I think. I think the uh, uncertainty about KD's future has really hurt that team in a lot of different ways. Right, where, does Durant, the now, where, does Durant, where does Durant go? Does Durant go to the – and I think it's two teams. Does he go to the Clippers or does he go to the Knicks? I, and oh, my vote yeah. is he goes to the Clippers because I think the Clippers will do more to accommodate him and to woo him than the, than the Knicks will do, and they'll do it better. So I think, the, I think he goes – and it's L.A. So I think he goes to the Clippers. What about I would, you? I would bet the house on the Knicks. You would? Why? I just think that's where it's heading. You About Durant, is there anything that you think draws Durant to New York? I think the, the, the revelation for him these last three years in Golden State and what he really learned belatedly is that it's Curry's city and it's Curry's team. And I think he joined that team and thought, I'm going to be part of this great thing. And then he wins the finals MVP, outplays LeBron, and he's still on Curry's team. You know, and I think at this point in his career, especially he's won two titles, he's won an MVP, has a chance to win a third title this year. At some point, these guys want their own thing. They want their own business. They want their own team. They want to be the guy. And if you go to the Clippers, the basketball, the Clippers, it's just not a huge fan base. It's always a Lakers town. Even right now, it's a, the Lakers are terrible. They've had the worst season you know you could possibly have. It's still a Lakers. Town. Oh, I agree with They've that. The but I mean, does that? But, but Durant can change that if they win. I mean, the bottom line is it's still going to be a Lakers town. I understand yeah, but that. What but are you the, changing? Well, you you, listen. You, you, the, the question is, can you go there and win? That's the question. That's all you're looking to do. You're going looking to go somewhere where you want to live. And here's win. a good example: Gi- Giants versus the Jets. Hey, listen. I right? hope he comes to New York. The bottom line is, I just think. 
First of all, I don't know if he wants New York, the guy, first of all. You know, Durant, and I don't, I don't know if he does. I, I don't know if he's going to be comfortable in New York, uh, number one. And I hope he is. I hope he comes. Uh, but well, secondly, he's, so he's, I just think that I just think that with the guys who are out there, with, with the owner, with Doc, with everyone, I just think they got a better chance of recruiting him than probably the Knicks do. Yeah, but it's a lame move. It, to go to the Clippers, you're, you're just basically... Well, where else would he? What, is totally. there another team that I'm missing that it would be a possibility? No, it's to me. It's like it's either the Warriors or the Knicks. And if you go to New York, his the guy who. Oh, so you uh, think his, there's his, a chance he would stay with the Warriors? I think that's more realistic than him going to the Clippers. Okay, I didn't think so, that was an option. I thought he would leave for sure. No, you never know. These guys might all figure it out. Okay. Be super happy, and then he commits. And mm, okay. See, here's the thing with the Knicks, though. The and no way, no way he would ever go with LeBron, right? No way. No way, see, right? I don't see any could you? Chance. Could there be even a thought? Is there any way LeBron could talk him into that? No. Then he's in the same position he's in I understand that, but, I mean, is that what's team. important to him? I mean, is that where he he needs to try to uh, stand, you know, put his own flag in the ground? Is that what he's after now? Because he's already been the finals MVP. He's already done that a couple of times. He's, yeah, right. And he's played really great in those games. He really has. And he's a legitimately number two player in the league in those years. He, he really here's was. the X factor. And I say this without inside information. The guy who runs his life is a lifelong New Yorker named Rich Kleiman, who's his business who partner. Who runs his right life? Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, so, run, who so, runs like the business side so, of his and, life. And, and, the guy's somebody, a, and he's a New York guy? Not only is he a New York guy, he gets it. Okay. And, he under, he, and he's a Knicks person who just... Oh, good. The thing is... For, Listen, for I think that would be great, Knicks, but who's he need to bring with him? He's going to have to have a second guy he trusts. So who's he going to want to come with him? Yeah, but I'm telling you, though, for, for somebody to go to the Knicks, it has to be somebody who either understands or has somebody in their life who understands what it would mean to New York. Oh, if you listen, the all he's got to do, listen, all he has to do is come sit with me for now, and I'll explain it to him. The bottom yeah, line is so, how big it would be if he if he cares about his legacy, if he yeah. comes and wins here, his legacy will explode like he has no idea how big he would be. Not, none. So, but, but, but that's why he's coming to the Knicks, I think, because he has somebody in his life who, who I think is going to explain it to him. But he doesn't he sound goes, like he, – now, listen, I don't know him from a hole in the wall, but he – and we're talking with Bill Simmons. He doesn't seem like he – he gets that stuff. I think he gets it. I, he's a smart. I've done six podcasts with him. That guy's a smart guy. He, but it he, seems he like he doesn't like. The, seems like he doesn't like to be bothered. He doesn't like the media very much. He, he he's a little sensitive. That's how I get him. Is he not that way? No, that's that's not what he's like. I think he's bored. What, what I mean, he did my podcast six times. So why did he do it? Because he was like really interested in talking about basketball. Okay, somebody. that's fine. But he but he also um, came off like he was really sensitive with the media recently. Is he is he not sensitive? Well, I think I think he's bored of the whole game of just what it's like to be a player day in day out and have stuff blown out of proportion, answering questions after games. I I don't. I'm not defending him, by the way, because I think. I think he could handle all that stuff. Listen, a lot I would love if he Part would come game. here. I think it would be great if Durant came here. I think the well, best me, it, it would so be great if this happen? team mattered. It would be great for a change. I, I yeah. Let really me hear what you think is going to happen. What's going to happen? I genuinely believe this is possible. I think there's a world in which you could get KD, you could get Kemba, Kyrie, and you could trade basically everything else you have for Davis and get those three guys together. 
Like, like there's a world where KD, Kyrie, and Anthony Davis comes to the Knicks. It, 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 it cannot be ruled out. I think it's a little far-fetched, but it's not really far-fetched. That, that would be trading, uh, you know, uh, everything, including the number one pick. Right. So let's right. say if you get the first pick, right. you, you and I disagree on this. I think Zion is untradeable for AD. I would not do that. I just wouldn't. I think well, I, see, I would just I much rather have Zion. I don't like – I don't really want AD, to be honest with you. I don't. I I rather have a different. I I I respect AD's talent. I don't think it's the easiest way to win with that kind of player now. So I think that I would rather have but other really players. Talented. What? But let, let's say the Knicks got the number two pick. Right. And they gave up Knox and the number two and I don't know Mitchell Robinson, the future number one, and some contract to make it work. They got Davis and they still had the room to sign Durant and Kemba. And then filled it out and tried to do basically what the Heat had in 2010, where you have the three expensive guys, and then you figure out the rest of the roster. See, Durant and Kimball Walker is not going to win a championship, though. No, but he could be the be- the second best guy on a, on a championship contender. There's no question. He's he absolutely is somebody that he could be like that Damian Lillard, Kyrie. I think you need a game. little better second player. So my issue is if it was K- if it was Kyrie and KD, and you have two notoriously you know, kind of up and down guys. Right. You put them together in New York, that seems a little dangerous. I would I would really after what's gone on this year, I would really be very worried about Kyrie. But I mean, should we worry about all these guys? Yes. Like I, listen, I think you worry them. about all I think you worry about all of them because I think what they realize is what they find out is that how hard it is to be the man. It's it's very, very tough. And everyone thinks Oh, it's so easy for LeBron. It's not easy being LeBron. It's it, it. Listen, there's great advantages. I mean, incredible advantages. But you have to have a certain way about you and be able to yeah. handle certain things to deal with that day in and day out every day. And some guys are not equipped to do that. I don't think Irving's equipped to do it. Well, think about 40 years ago. You the the Billy Martin Yankees, the Bronx Zoo, Sparky sure. Lyle, all that stuff. Yeah. And it was basically just being covered by the newspapers. We didn't have we didn't have twenty four hour radio. Right, right. If you had that team now with all the stuff we have, that team would have actually probably killed each other. No, like uh, Reggie uh, Jackson day in day out. Yeah, uh, right. And you don't even realize how bad it really was because it was really bad. Because like there were things under there that people didn't even know that was even worse. Yeah. So it was well, so there was real every there, day that's it, being covered. Yeah, there was really hatred there on that team. Yeah. So I, I think it's really hard in this day and age. Especially with what, what's happened to basketball, where it's this 365-day-a-year sport now, the way it's covered. So where you think right now, really you, th- you think Durant, if you're going to make it, if I ask you to pinpoint, you think Durant's going to come to the Knicks this year? Yes. I, I would bet the house on that one. And who do I don't you know think, if it'll happen, but that would be, that would be my bet. That, your bet is the – all right, that would be uh, – listen. My bet would be, my bet would be Durant and Kyrie. Durant together. and Kyrie. Okay. Together, and good uh, luck. Good luck. Listen, good luck with that. I, I, I'm not. I, I'm. I'm very worried about Kyrie. I, you see, I think Kyrie especially learned that he was in a very safe place where he didn't. He wanted to get out of there, but he realized now that it was a lot easier place to be than he is now. That's for sure. You know. Well, he, and yeah. as we as we came to find out, he was kind of the perfect number two. He guy was for a LeBron perfect second banana. Absolutely he could carry quarters, perfect. but not he could come and go as he pleased and. You know, that's kind of what he had with Dwayne Wade, too, the second, third, and fourth Miami years. At least somebody 
to take the load well, off. Well, let me ask you this. Who goes, with, who goes with LeBron? Who, what does LeBron do here to salvage his uh, L.A. year two? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll throw the question back at you. What would be that appealing thing about playing with LeBron 17 years into his career on a really poorly run team that um, where you're catching somebody at the tail end of, you know, their career, basically? Because I think he's out of his prime officially. Well, you go so, to the, you're, you're going to the Lakers, number one. So you're going to La La Land, okay? And does he's it seem still, like a happy place? He has a two-year window, though, I think. He has a two-year window. So I think the most logical guy, I mean, the best thing that could happen, I I thought to LeBron, and I don't know if this is feasible, is now I think somehow Davis is, could wind up with him, but I don't love that. I would I would much rather he be back with Kyrie than he than he was back than he was with somebody else. I think that's a good fit. I can work with that. See, you need the play. You know the players you need to put about LeBron. You need what their skill set needs to be. You need catch. I, you need catch and shoot guys who can really fill it up. I mean, that's what you need, or a guy who can be a scorer off you know away from LeBron who can complement him as another secondary scorer. That's what you need. I agree, but that team is also a defensive atrocity. So adding Kyrie to what I, I watched this year from them isn't going to solve the rim protection team defense issues that they have. It's yeah, gonna, well, yeah, they need a rim protector too, but I figured they could find a rim protector. You know, those guys, you can at least find them, you know? I guess. I, I really think, like, I think this is... So you been, don't think he's going to get that fixed in L.A.? I don't, and I, I really think this has been a discouraging year for not just for LeBron, but for the league, because you have this guy who might have one or two years where he's one of the top 15 guys in the league left, and you just put him in this crap situation. He's not going to be in the playoffs. Like, that's insane. Well, think about this. What are the NBA playoffs? What is their theme after eight years where it was a LeBron passion play every night? What is the theme that they're going to sell for two months now for the NBA playoffs? Well, I guess the theme now is just... Here's the playoffs this year. Next year, seven of these teams could be completely different. <laughs> that's really where we are in the NBA yeah, now. That's the me- my point is they're going to have trouble selling this thing. I was saying this to Mike Brin the other day when we were talking. I said, Mike, what's your theme going into the playoffs this year? What are you going to sell? You have no LeBron. It's been about LeBron every day. That's all it's been about. for LeBron, can he take the team to the finals? What if right. he doesn't? What if he does? What about this? What about that? Everything's been LeBron. Now there's no LeBron. Well, if David Stern was in charge, we'd be getting a lot of seven-game series this year. I'll tell you that much. But um, I think what's, what's interesting to me about the NBA right now is you really only have a couple guys left that you could say to yourself with all de- with all definitiveness, this guy will be on that team next year. Like James Harden will be on the Rockets for life. Steph Curry's on the Warriors for life. Right. Once you get the past freak that, will be on like Milwaukee, on right? Bucks. Yeah, he'll be on the Bucks, right? As long as he wants, but maybe right. two years from now, he decides he wants to be in the Lakers. Like the only ones I'm, I really could could say for sure are probably Curry and Harden, and the rest of the guys. Who knows? So it, that's just the league we have now. All right. So right now you have Philly against Golden State in the finals. That's what would be your final, right? I, I got to be honest. I would pick Philly and Houston. Philly and Houston. Right now. Okay. Yeah, I think Houston, I think this Golden State team is dying to 
fall apart. I listen, whether it'll happen or not, whether somebody will put them in that position or not, we'll see. I told I made but, that prediction last year, so I got to stick by it. I said this; it was over. I said the dynasty was dead. I, I got killed for saying it. I said it was dead. You know that. So let's see if I'm right. It's weird, like like in baseball, a team can not get along and still win the World Series. And I feel like in football, it can happen to some degree. It doesn't happen like the in basketball. It doesn't, in basketball, it doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. What they do is you when they're unhappy, they pull what they pull an execution like the Celtics did on Bill Fitch and losing four straight. That's exactly. Or they or the Lakers did on Pat Riley when they wanted to get rid of him and they lose to the Phoenix Suns. I mean, the bottom line is, you know, all of a sudden Lakers, they. What about Shaq Kobe? Yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, we can Shaq take. Kobe I can give you a hundred cases of it where the team just bailed out. The team just bails out. They're unhappy. They bail out. That's you're exactly right. All right, because quickly. you have these situations, like you had last year, Rockets Warriors, where it's like game six, halftime, they're down 15, and it's like you're either going to come together or you're going to splinter. And last year's team came together, and I don't think this year's team would. I totally agree. All right, a couple things real quick. Bas- baseball. Um, yeah. AL East. Now, you're yeah. coming off a championship. We have to take that into consideration. And With a great fourth. Our and a, hey, listen, championship of the century. You, ha- you are way ahead Number of the four. You are, you are the... You are the kings of the AL East. Thank you. That's it. Thank you. It is, yes, it's not even a, it's not even a disputable fact. I mean, it's not it's even. Wonderful. The Yankees have a lot of work to do. All right, right now yeah. this year, the number for the Red Sox is ninety four and a half. Over or under? I think over. I think people have. It's funny because the advanced metrics and stuff actually say it's going to go under, but I just think they they brought everybody back. The team last year was historically great. The only question is the closer, who was really a, a walking heart attack for four months. And I think you can always trade for a closer at this point. And I, I also think the American League, the totality of it is, is just a lower quality than it was last year. So I would say like 96, 97, and it's going to help that the Yankees aren't as good this year. Like the starting pitching in the Yankees is just bad. No, the Yankees will be. No, the Yan- first of all, the Yankees will be fine. They'll win. They'll, they will. I, I, I'm not sure you guys won't win 100 games, but the Yankees will be fine. First of all, they'll if they have to trade for a pitcher, they will. They have plenty of people to trade. Number two, mm. they have a great bullpen and an insane amount of power. And remember, a lot of guys last year didn't have good years for the Yankees. Uh, so I mean, they, they they will they will. You guys had a very healthy team, and everything broke right. Listen, both teams are going to be in the playoffs. We we both know that. We both teams My only thing are going to be both teams so are going Yankees, to be in the playoffs. The one thing I, I would definitely bet on with the Yanks and I actually have cuz it was 8 to 1 and I couldn't Good. believe it. Good. I've Aaron Judge MVP feels it feels like his kind of year. I like all the I narrative. I totally agree. He hurt last year. It just kind of has that feel to I it. totally like agree. I think he's going to have an season. enormous season. He had a big spring. Yeah. I think he's going to have an enormous season. I just talked to him here on the show last Friday. I think he's absolutely going to have a big season. I completely, completely agree. And it, and it feels like, you know, it's it's an official torch passing. It's been looming. No, for he's a the guy. Years, it's his team. It's his he's team. He's the guy. Yeah, he's the guy. Obviously, he's the guy. guy. He's the guy. No, he's the guy. Uh, a Rod said he thought he was on the other day too, and he said he thought it was going. He's going to be the biggest star in baseball this year, and I I I don't disagree. I think he's ready to be the guy. I completely agree. But I yeah. think your team so that would be in your I, favor. I, I think the biggest thing you guys had last year was how healthy your team stayed. I think that was yeah. the key and that's it's very hard to do that two years in a row. It really is and and everything your manager did last year worked. Absolutely everything worked. The only thing the only problem you have with judges the almost automatic Mike Trout 
MVP vote. That's the only thing you got to worry about is, you know, is, is just that is the, you know, Mike, you know, Mike Trout's in the top three to start, you know, right now for the voting. Right. So that's well, why you have to favorite. deal with that. Yeah. He's- yeah. yeah, I think he's like minus 150. Yeah, you have to, but... because he's always there. I mean, he's Mike Trout. That's why. But I do well, agree I with you about like... Judge. I do. I, I completely agree with you about, about as you Judge. Know, as you know, the narrative always wins. And so we're having that issue right now with Giannis and Harden, where you have these two incredible MVP campaigns. Like, this is no, one of you the gotta give like... you got to give Harden the MVP. I, I'm not a Harden guy, you know that, but you got to give Harden the MVP. Giannis, I'm telling you got like right to, now I'm, I'm the, listen, with what right he now. did, no, you got to give it to Hart. You have to. But this is why it's a great argument. You have to. And I'm not a Harden guy. Incredible I'm not a Harden guy, but you got to give Harden. With his productivity this year in the regular season, you have to give him the MVP. Can I tell you a quick Giannis stat? Yes. He's basically, he's basically Shaq now. I've, I've talked about this on my podcast. He's putting up, if you look at his per 36 numbers, because he's only playing like 32 minutes a right, game. right. He's 30 and 14 with six assists every night. And he is the most unstoppable guy in the league, like Shaq was 20 years ago. He dunks over everybody like Shaq. I agree. And there's no way to stop him. I agree. And you throw in what he does defensively and the fact that they're going to be the best team in the league by four or five games. And he has an incredible candidacy, and so does Harden. So. I like that. I like that. There's two good choices. I think it's. I, I'm, not, I'm not a Harden guy, and I like the freak, and I, I agree with everything you said about him. But I think Harden's year, when you do what he's done, in terms of what he's put up, it's prolific. You got to give him the MVP. He deserves it. Mike, I'm going to come see you in Long Island 15 years from now, and you're going to be sitting on some porch. Yep. You'll be having like like I don't know a little, little right. cocktail at right. four in the morning or four in the afternoon, right. and you're going to look at me and you go. You tried to tell me about Zion. I should have oh, listened. Oh, you are so wrong. It's going to be like listen, Pacino and listen, Brando it, it at the unbe- end the Godfather. It's unbelievable. You guys are all on the bandwagon, generational, this and that. See, you, can you think he is going to be what the freak is right now? No way. Yes. I no. think he has freak no potential. Way. Absolutely. Okay, I say, Absolutely. You say yes, I say no way. All okay. right. So we have a dinner bet for 15 yeah, here, years. Here's the time. bet. Okay? Here's the bet. He is not first-team All-NBA in his first three seasons. Is that the fair bet? That's not a fair bet at all. Why not? First-team All-NBA. By the time he's 22, that's not a fair bet. Uh, how many years I got to give you? First, you have to give me the first seven seasons. Seven seasons to make first-team? Yeah. Now, come first on. Six seasons. Give me six. Six seasons. Five years max. Giannis. It took Giannis. Five, five. years max. All right, five years. I'll do it. I believe in Zion. Five years, he'll be first team on. All right, you got Within the Within the next five years. You got the bet. the bet. That's it. All right. All right, I'll see Thanks, you later. Thanks, Mike Francesa. Bye, All Bill. Right. Bill Simmons, back after this.